to golf better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode number 95. Hello everyone, Tom Purcell here. Thanks so much for listening. If this is your first time or you're a regular subscriber, either way, we're glad you're with us. And Kenny Nicholson joining me. Kenny, it's March now. The weather's starting to turn and uh, golf season, the tour's out at the Honda this week. Yeah, I mean, it's finally starting to warm up for us a little bit where we can get out on the course. Some exciting products launching this year and another exciting episode of Golf Better. Yeah, it has been product launch. It's it's kind of odd that it's all happening at once, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of like Christmas for 12 weeks because <laughs> there's, there's new products coming each week. And joining us this week is one of our good friends of the show, Brand manager for Cleveland Golf out in Huntington Beach, California, Mr. Chuck Ferry. Chuck, thanks so much for taking time, man. Thanks for having me on, gents. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate it. Exciting week for you guys, huh? Yeah, it's a really big week. Probably our, our, our biggest week in years, really. We, uh, we don't generally launch uh, an entire new line at one time, but this week the golfers are going to see uh, really a new Cleveland Golf. Everything in the marketplace for us will be new starting here on uh, on the 18th of February. That's what we want to talk about today because it is a whole family of products coming out, and there's some exciting stuff uh, in the family this year of CG16 and the new launcher ultralight drivers, and that's where I want to try to start out with because there's some different weights available and uh you're the you're the man to tell us all about them thanks kenny i appreciate it the um yeah uh it's it's really cool we, we're launching the new launcher ultralight series uh and it comes in three different weights the 270 the 290 and the 310 and one of our key messages for golfers this year is that weight really does matter we think weight is a critical component when you're getting fit into a driver um, one of the things that's happened in the last several years in golf is that weights have, the weight of drivers has come down significantly. Uh, probably five or six years ago, the average weight of a driver was in the neighborhood of 330 grams. It's now down to about 315 grams, and we are pushing the envelope even further. Uh, we really believe that when you make drivers lighter, you can increase club head speed, ball speed, and ultimately significantly increase distance. Yeah, lighter means faster for a lot of people, correct? It does. Lighter means faster, and faster means longer for, for all of us, really. Well, Chuck, talk about these drivers, this little family of three here. Very interesting, like you said, uh, different different driver for a different player. And also kind of the engine behind this club is this fantastic shaft you have. Yeah, thanks, Tom, for noticing. The, uh, the Miyazaki Shaft Company out of Japan has been making premier shafts in, Jap- in the Japanese market for years and years. And so we've partnered with them. Um, the shafts that we currently offer in our drivers sell in the aftermarket for $249. So if you if you had a golf club at home and you wanted to put a new Miyazaki Sikua shaft into that golf club, it would cost you about 250 But we've got an arrangement with them that allows us to put those shafts into our golf clubs and sell the whole new unit for $299. So um, they're really the leader probably in the world in lightweight shaft technology. Uh, we introduced it out on the PGA Tour just about 15 months ago, and we now have over 100 players worldwide playing golf clubs with, with uh, Miyazaki shafts in them. So it's, it, it's exciting. I mean, we, we're breaking kind of new ground with this thing. Um, we talked to our tour staff about a year and a half ago, and they all looked us in the eye and said, there's no way that tour players will play shafts that weigh less than 60 grams. Well, just a year later, we've now got over 100 guys playing things almost as light as 39 grams. Even uh, even one of the Florida residents, Boo Weekly, 
uh, has been playing a shaft that's just 39 grams. And in golf, that was really unheard of a few years ago. Yeah, and we talked to the consumer on our end, and the shaft, Tom mentioned it whenever he started talking about it, the shaft is the engine that drives the machine. If, if you have a Corvette with a Volkswagen motor, it's not going to go very fast. It might look good, but it might not go very fast. And, and the way shaft technology has changed over the years, you guys, when you build a product, you obviously go to the shaft manufacturer and find a shaft or an engine, basically, that fits your product the best, correct? Yeah, that's exactly what we do. We we, we really don't... Uh even even design the head without taking the shaft and the grip into consideration and um when you think about uh about this type of shaft it's uh, like i said it, it you're 100% correct it is the engine that that drives everything and especially now Kenny because uh the USGA has has put a lot of restrictions on what you can do with a head we're we're all maxed out in terms of size we're maxed out in terms of COR so we've kind of challenged our engineers to look at other things that will help golfers hit the ball longer and straighter and they've really done some great things with this Miyazaki, Miyazaki shaft now, there's three models available in this new driver. There's a uh, 310, uh, 290, and a 270, and those are all grams, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And, and, and again, we, we think golfers uh, should look at weight as a critical measurement when they're selecting a driver, just as they would look at loft or flex or, or torque. Weight is really a, a key factor, and um, every golfer probably needs a little different weight in his driver, so when they go into Edwin Watch stores, they should be talking to the floor personnel and, and making sure that they get fit into the driver that's that's right for them or the weight that's right for them. And, and our stores all have launch monitors, so it's hard to walk into a store with different technology, that, especially in, in this particular model, and pick up, pick up off the rack and say, I know that this is the correct driver for me. So if you're in one of our Edwin Watts Golf retail stores, get on the launch monitor and find out which one performs the best. You, you might think that the 310 is the right driver for you. And, you know, once you get on the launch monitor, you find out that the 290 gram is the one that's going to increase club head speed and hit the ball further for you. So a great opportunity for you to get fit for a perfect driver. Yeah, you, you, I couldn't have said it better. I mean, there's really nobody in the industry that's better at, at fitting drivers than the people at Edwin Watts. And uh, I would encourage them to do just like you said, hit all three models, test them against your gamer, and make sure that when you walk out of the store, you, you know that you've got a driver that's, that's longer and straighter than the one you're currently playing. Yeah, because there's, there's no way. You look at a tour player, and, and golfers have egos to a certain extent. I know I do. The one thing you want to say is, yeah, you know, I hit an eight iron so far. I definitely use stiff shafts, but at the end of the day, it might not be the correct shaft and you saying that boo has a shaft in his driver that weighs 30 something grams is something i never would have thought no and, and neither did we and and you make a really good point when you talk about the tour players the one thing that you would see if you went out to a tour event on a monday or a tuesday is you would see guys out in the driving range not with one or two drivers to try but with four or five six or seven to try and it, i always like the analogy that it, it reminds me of a good shoe salesman when you go into a store and you sit down and you say, I want to try that pair on an 11 wide, a real good shoe salesman will come out of that back room with five pair of shoes because he knows one of those pair of shoes is going to be perfect for you. So I'd be thinking about drivers exactly the same way if I were out to buy one today. I'd be, I'd be trying three or four different things. I'd be on a launch monitor with one of the guys at Edwin Watts, and the numbers don't lie. So um, you can really get zeroed in now with the new technology they've got in terms of launch monitors. Yeah, it's, it's comforting to know that you can walk out of a retail store knowing that you have the product that works best for your game. 
where in yeah. years past you couldn't do that. Now you can absolutely walk out knowing that I have the best product for my game. You're 100% correct that the monitors that you're using in your stores are really the same things that we use out on tour. So, so your consumer has a chance to be fit just like a tour player. Chuck Theory from Cleveland Golf joining us. Chuck, talk about the fairway. I mean, you're going right down the, the metals line. And if I'm not mistaken, that same shaft is included in your fairways, correct? Yeah, 100% correct, Tom. We, you know, our brand is really going lighter. We're breaking kind of new ground with this lightweight technology in almost all of our products. So our, our fairway wood, we call that shaft the fairway light. It's made by Miyazaki also. It's part of the Sikua family uh, of shafts that they make. And it is uh, roughly 43 grams. Uh, that shaft comes in, and so it's probably 30 grams lighter than most people are playing in their, in their woods right now. And you, you generally... The first thing you'll notice is more club head speed and more ball speed, and, and so it's um, it's a huge advantage. It's uh, uh, you, you know fairway woods are really an area that manufacturers have had a hard time breaking new ground on. I I I kind of feel like it's the hardest thing to show a consumer that they can hit further or hit better. But with this shaft, um, it's noticeably different. It's actually a half inch longer because we're able to go so light. We're able to make that club a little bit longer also. So our fairway woods are a half inch longer than they were a year ago. They're significantly lighter, and, and there's no question that the consumers will, will hit this three wood further than, than the ones they might have hit in the past. Moving right down the metal line, there's another brand-new, exciting product out there called the Mashie, which this is the club that kind of changed the game in the last seven, eight years in the hybrid family. So I definitely want to talk about that one. Yeah, that's it's, that's probably our most fun club, Kenny, because it's really different than anything that's on the market. Um, the first thing you'll notice when you look at our Mashie is that it's got what we call a retro raw finish. It almost looks like a, a golf club from 20 years ago, and we like that. We think it's it, it's fun, and uh, there's no glare on the top of the golf club. It's just basically a raw finish on top of there. But from a performance standpoint, some of the key factors are that um, it's really a utility golf club. We're trying to return the, the hybrid to to a utility category. So it's got two rails on the bottom, what we call guide, glide rails, and then it's also got a keel right in the middle of the sole that helps keep this thing online. And you can hit it out of any lie. I, I really challenge a lot of players to take a ball on the range, put it in a divot, put it in deep rough, um, step on the ball a little bit and try and hit it out of its own pitch mark. And you can do things with this golf club that you can't with any other hybrid that we've ever made. So it's, 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 it looks really unique right down to the old got an old-fashioned knit head cover with a big ball on the end of it. Um, it also has the lightweight Miyazaki shaft, so it's got an extremely lightweight shaft. We kind of like to say that this club is where history meets technology. It's got this retro look, but it's really got all the latest and up-to-date you know, characteristics on the golf club. So it's fun. Your, your, your shoppers that come in Edwin Watts will notice right away that it's different looking than any hybrid in the store. And uh, when they take it out and hit it, we think that will reinforce that it really is different than anything out there. Yeah, and if you've never had the opportunity to hit one, it, like you say, it, it's a fun club to play because you can use it from so many different lies on the golf course, from the rough, from the fairway, from a divot, off the tee. I mean, it's just an exciting around club. Around the green. Yeah, around the green yeah, as a yeah. bump and run. I mean, it's probably the most versatile club that you'll have in your bag. Yeah, 
100% correct, and that's what we've been doing with our tour players. We took out, not long ago, I was in Florida, and we were working with David Thompson and Larry Mize, and every shot we had them hit was either on a deep rough or out of uh, out of divots, and, and as you just mentioned, and they were just really amazed at the, at the response that they were getting out of these poor lies. So what's funny is that if you really break the amateur golfer down, you find out that he really only hits 30 to 40% of the fairways when he plays golf. So we spend a lot of time selecting golf clubs that are perfect for out of the fairway, but most of us, especially if you're like me, you don't really play the game from the fairway as often as you'd like to. So a club like the Mashie, as you mentioned, it's real versatile, comes in real handy. Everything's exciting about the new line, and certainly not not least, we're, talk, we're going to talk about it almost last, but the CG16 from the irons all the way down through the wedges, what a story that is. Yeah, thanks. It's probably... Um... It's really uh, one of our most exciting new products um, for the first time, and I and I got to tell you, I got to give credit to the people at Edwin Watts for this because uh, they've been telling us for the last few years, geez, why don't you name your iron the same thing you name your wedges? You're the number one wedge in golf. People are always talking about your wedges. That actually came from Kerry Cabase. He's he's been on us saying, please name this iron the same thing as your wedges. It'll help us. So we did it. So we now have a CG16 iron and the new CG16 wedge. And we put a lot of our wedge technology into the iron. Um, first, Cleveland's kind of known for multicolors. We do a lot of different finishes in our wedges. We've always done things like gunmetal and black pearl and oil can finishes. Uh, so we did that in the iron as well. We offer it in both a stainless finish and a black pearl. We also have the laser mill technology on the, on the face of the club. We introduced that last year in our CG15 wedge, and it was our, our best-selling wedge of all time. So we took that same technology. We put it into the iron. Um, the other thing you'll notice when you look at the CG16 iron is that all of the lofts are actually right on the bottom of the golf club. So right next to the 6 iron, it'll say 27 degrees loft on there because one of the initiatives that we're really pushing is we're trying to convince golfers, make sure you've got your gaps right. You, you know, a lot of golfers out there have big holes in their bag, whether it's up near the hybrid and the 3 iron or whether it's down near the gap wedge and the pitching wedge. And we like to help people score better and we think if you get your gaps right you'll score better so when you look at this set of irons the lofts are right on the bottom just like they are on our wedges so you 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 get the set of irons and it's really easy then to gap yourself on the wedges and make sure that all your scoring tools have equal gaps as you go from pitching wedge to gap wedge to sand wedge to lob wedge Uh, so it's it's a unique uh, a unique approach. Um, we're really excited about it, and, and uh, we, we think it'll be a home run. You took the guesswork out of it. That's one of the most exciting things I saw on the golf club was having the loft because I can tell you right now, if you have 10 amateur golfers you know, standing on the tee box and one of them had a set of CG16 irons, and you asked all of them, what's the loft on your six iron? He's going to be the only guy that knows. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? You can include yeah. me in that group too, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, you, because there's no industry standard, so you really don't know. A guy might walk out of a store with a set of irons, and the pitching wedge now might be 44, 45 degrees, and his next wedge that he's buying thinking he's filling the gap is a gap wedge at 52 degrees. And he's got a big, you know, what I call a big hole there in what we would consider the scoring area. So you guys took the guesswork out with this, and I think it's just smart on your part. It has nothing to do with technology, but it has something to do with I know exactly what these clubs are, and I know exactly what void I need to fill with these CG16 wedges. Man, you just you just nailed it. You nailed it right on the head. The um, 
you know, about 60% of the shots are from 120 yards in. So it's really critical that you get your golf bag right on that side of the bag. And this, this iron and, and these wedges really help you do that. I'm not trying to sell more wedges. I'm not even talking about how great the wedges are. What I'm telling golfers is get your gaps right. Make sure that you don't go from 44 degrees to 52, like Kenny just said, and you'll score a lot better. I can almost promise every golfer that. Chuck, you talked earlier about your relationship, your marriage with Miyazaki, the, the chef company. A couple, three years ago, the same thing happened with uh, Srixon. And boy, what a story that's been. Talk about the the ball that, that you guys have. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, you know, our company, Cleveland Golf, which I've been a part of for about 12 years, was actually purchased by SRI Sports out of Japan, and they also own the Srixon brand, so they now own both of these brands. And it's it's allowed us to do a lot of things. We've got all the Cleveland players on the tour now playing playing uh, Srixon balls. We've been able to combine our resources around the globe, and it's helped us from an R&D standpoint. But some of the big things you'll notice about, about Srixon, their technology is, is really way out there in front. Uh, they have the largest core in golf, which is kind of, we talked about the engine of the uh, of the golf club. Well, on the golf ball, the core is kind of the engine. And they also have, because they have such a large core, they have a very, very thin cover. Yet it's the most resilient cover in golf. So you get a lot more feel out of the golf ball, and it helps it perform a lot better. Um, I would say if there's one thing that golfers would notice about the Srixon brand. And one thing that really sets it apart right now, it's the Tour Yellow Golf Ball. Um, you know, if you're my age, you remember back in the in the 80s when things like yellow golf balls and orange golf balls kind of came onto the scene. But I'll tell you that they're back, and they're back in a really strong way. Um, I'm 50 years old, so I don't see nearly as good as I saw a few years ago. I like to tell people that it's kind of ironic that I hit it shorter than ever, and I still can't see the ball. Uh, but, but with this golf ball, we've done a lot of testing on it. We call it visual technology. It's just so easy to see, whether it's in the rough, whether it's in the fairway. Uh, and we think that makes a huge difference. So our, our kind of our tagline with that golf ball is what you see better, you play better. Um, some exciting things are happening with it right now. We've, we've signed a bunch of new players on the Champions Tour that are going to play the Tour Yellow. We've got several players on the Nationwide playing it, and we'll have some people on the PGA Tour this year playing a yellow golf ball. So it's um, it's really exciting. It's what we, ha- we have it on our top models, the new Z-Star XV, which is an exciting new ball. It's the ball that Graham McDowell is now playing and several of our other Tour players. The standard Z-Star has Tour Yellow as an option also, and then we're introducing it uh, in about a month in the, in the tri-speed golf ball. So so it, it's really cool that, that you know, the, the engine of the golf ball, the cover of the golf ball are where we're different, but where what golfers will notice a lot is, is this yellow color. Yeah, and this, I want to try to clear that for somebody that might be listening, thinking a yellow golf ball. It's not like the old yellow of old. There's it's well, almost this, is, it, this isn't a gimmick. No, this, this, this is, is not, the real deal. Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I... I there's a if if you go to my golf bag right now, it's got a bunch of white golf balls in it, and they're usually the higher premium balls from anybody. And I'll grab any one of them out of there and play with it just about. But there's one ball in particular for the last year that if it's in my bag, I'm going after that golf ball, and that is the yellow Shrixon because for a couple different reasons, it's kind of a yellowish green. There was a lot of study done, like you said, Chuck, on the color. It's it's a color that's very visible to the human eye, and the first thing that I noticed. 
when I played, I was on a, on a par four kind of, it, it was kind of a downhill hole. So you could see the fairway really, really good. And I got lucky and hit a good drive that day. And that ball looked like one of those girls, yellow softballs sitting out there in the fairway from, you know, a couple hundred yards. And it's like, man, and then, you know, we're all sprayed in the woods. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's the easiest golf ball in the world to find. When your golf ball has been hit offline, which we all are going to do, I liked it late in the day. Yeah, late in the day around dusk, it's you can pick it out so much easier. It's it's it, listen when you when you're putting, it's easier to you know for some reason it's easier to read greens with this golf ball. I hit putts better. I don't know what it is. I know there was a lot of color study done, if I'm correct, Chuck, on why you guys chose this particular color. But it's a fabulous performance golf ball, feel golf ball, and aesthetically, it looks great. Yeah, you guys have really done your homework. You, you, you know, you don't even need me on this show. You've nailed it. <laughs> the, the, um, it's, an irid- it's really an iridescent color, and we've tested it with not only vision doctors and eye doctors and scientists around the world, but we've also tested it with our tour players. And we, had it, we, had, we were last year down in, in Florida with Vijay Singh doing some testing, and we had him hitting these hybrids from 230 yards to this green, and he would hit a white ball, and then he would hit a yellow ball, and then he would hit a white ball, and then he would hit a yellow ball ball and he just stood there and he said look at that he goes look at the difference from 230 yards and how much better you can see that golf ball you could really hardly see at least at me i could hardly see the white ball but the yellow ball was really just kind of glowing on the green and the tour players have made some interesting comments about that they said that they really feel like it helps them set up their next shot a lot better because they can see it when they're coming down the fairway they can see the ball better they know where it is uh and and it really kind of helps them set up the next shot and help them start thinking about a little earlier so um i think your comment too kenny at the beginning of that was was right on that you know years ago this is the kind of stuff you saw two-piece balls or hard balls, but not anymore. We put it in our best golf balls and because uh, we think it's better for anybody. We um, we just came back from the PGA show in Orlando, which I'm sure you guys are probably at, and we did some testing down there with Peter Jacobson, and we had him and a couple of other tour pros, Terry Dill, hitting balls in front of 300 people. And we'd have one guy hit a white ball and one guy hit a yellow ball at the same time. And then we'd ask the people which one you could see better. And it was so clear, it was so evident that the yellow ball was, you know, it's easier to see on the ground, it's easier to see in the air. And, and I think it fits really our, our, our tagline, what you see better, you play better. So it's, 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 it's another one of those fun products. You're going to save money. And the reason I say yeah. that is because you're going to find it more yeah. often than, than you are a white golf ball. And I say that with all honesty. I mean, golf balls are not the cheapest thing to buy anymore. And if you can recover a golf ball, obviously this is the easiest one that you're going to find. Yeah, and that's that's 100% correct. And the last kind of the last point I'll make about that is that um, I guess I keep ta- I keep talking about how old I am, but um, I am old enough to remember when every tennis ball was white. Uh, you could, there was no such thing as a yellow tennis ball. Well, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, I back, back in the day, every tennis ball was white. Uh, but they found very simply that yellow was easier to see. It was easier to pick up. And then you mentioned women's softball, and they've done the same thing. They've gone to bright yellow balls now because they're just easier to see and pick up. So, I mean... It, I'm one of those kind of pie-in-the-sky guys that thinks that it's not out of the question that in a very short time a whole big percentage of golfers could be playing this type of golf ball. Well, Chuck, once again, just want to say thanks for being with us. We do this with you periodically. Uh, You're a wealth of knowledge. You bring it across great. I love hearing about it, and I know that our listeners do as well, too. Thanks. No, thanks, Tom, and thank you, Kenny. I appreciate it very much, and, and we really appreciate our uh, 
our partnership with Edwin Watts. We feel like the guys at Watts really go a long way toward putting golfers into the right equipment, and that's real important to us. We we design it and we build it, but the most critical component is that the guys on your end uh, work so hard to put people into the right equipment, the right loft, the right length, the right shaft, and all of that stuff is really crucial to us. So, as a matter of fact, if you'd like, we can we can take one of these new drivers, this new Launcher Ultralight system, and we can put one of your golfers into that if you like. I'd be glad to, to, to donate one, and if you want to have guys sign up, we'll give away either a 270 or a 290 or a 310, and I'm sure the guy that Watts can, can fit the person into the right driver. <laughs> well, since oh, you're twisting awesome. our arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a listener now, not for you. I, mean, I, know. Oh, yeah. I say that every single week. I try <laughs> yeah. to win one of these things, and I don't. Oh, yeah. That, Chuck, that is awesome. Thanks so much, and one of our lucky listeners will be very, very lucky. Like you said, they get to get fitted and pick out the right driver that's right for them the right way. Hey, thanks yeah. so much again, Thank- and let's do it again soon. Thanks a million, Chuck. Thank you, guys. Kenny, I say it week after week, our, the vendors we work with are so generous to us and generous to our customers. That's awesome. A, re, a Cleveland driver of their choice, one of the three new drivers, just tell them how to register to win. Yeah, just go to our website, EdwinWattsGolf.com. In the, in the bottom portion of our website, you'll see an e-spot. We call it a marketing spot. Click on the Golf Better icon. You'll come to our landing page, and on that page, you'll see the Register to Win button. Click there. Provide us with the required information that we ask of you, and your name is automatically submitted. Now, remember to come back each week because their prizes are getting awesome. So when we take that list and get rid of it and start a new one each time, there's a new giveaway. So that's all we ask of you. Also on that page, we haven't mentioned it in a while, there's a button that says Ask Kenny where customers can ask you questions. They can ask your advice, all kind of things, right? Yeah, just and that's part of the show that I love the most. And and the questions I get, if you you got a question, it doesn't matter what the question is, send it in. I love to respond to those. And every now and then we do an episode of Ask Kenny. And if we use your question on the show, we'll give you a Golf Better podcast hat. Well, let's spread the gratitude around. He wasn't on the show today. He was with us last year when we were on a remote site. Chip Holcomb from Cleveland Golf set the whole thing up with Chuck Theory. And thanks to Chuck, very, very well spoken. Love having him on the show. It was awesome. And Kenny, thanks to you for joining us again. Great sitting in with you. Yeah, I enjoyed it, Tom. Thanks a million. And like you said, thanks to Chuck and thanks to Chip for getting everything set up for us. Yeah, we normally say join us back in a couple weeks. It seems like it's now every week. So that's awesome when these launches come out. So make sure to tune back shortly when we have another exciting episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone. <laughs>